Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show, we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch. I'm here with Ricky and our new Marie. friend Marie. So I don't want to call you Marie. I know that's your English your English name. Your real name is Marie. Yep. Can we call you Marie on the show? Sure, go ahead. All right, I, sure, go ahead. Yeah, She's like, do whatever you want. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> whatever well, you want. Well, we'll introduce you after the uh, intro. Let's roll the intro. So, so Marie, Marie, where, where are you from? I'm from Kagoshima. And why do you speak English so well? What what happened? Because I because <laughs> I love I, I love English. You love speaking English. Did when yeah. you were when you were when you were born? Did they like install the wrong software on you? So now you're like the English so, software. Side B and side A. <laughs> <laughs> so like the okay, so the story goes like because of my name, Marie. Yeah, Marie. If you uh, if you read it in the English reading, yeah. Yeah, because uh, my mom wanted to go abroad when uh, she was uh, studying English. Yeah. But at the time, like they're like the, uh, the girls after school, mm-hmm. you have to get married, you know, and settle. settle wow. Down. Was your mom born right? like three hundred years ago? <laughs> no. But, was, like, no, but in Kagoshima, uh, like yeah, in you the know, thirty, yeah, forty years ago. Yeah. So anyway, she uh, she named Marie because she wanted to go outside of Japan. But but she couldn't make that happen, so she kind of passed me. So down, she's like, she's passed, like, you down on me? <laughs> live my life that I wanted kinda, to live. You go, sort of, have yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Well, and here I am. Well, Marie, welcome to the show. Thank I'm you. sure. Thank I'm sure. I, I'm sure. I'll be very inconsistent and call you Marie, and sometimes call you Marie. It'll be a mixture of this. It's gonna happen. Fine. Stick to Marie. Welcome to the show. Uh, have you Have you ever met Natsuki before? No, I haven't. So you're never. on the show and you've never met Natsuki. You and Natsuki can hang out at the Christmas party tomorrow. Okay. I think she's coming. I, I can't remember. She's coming. Uh, hmm. I have the guest list. I'll check later. But mm-hmm. you're coming, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Marie, so she works for us on Saturdays. She's an English teacher at the school. And then you also do an ALT job. AEA, yeah. AEA. It's called AEA. What is AEA? What is it called? Uh, assistant. No. no, no, no. Probably assistant English. English. To be honest, that was going to be my guess. Assistant it, English. Avenger. No, no, I think it's something, <laughs> a, something for A and an English assistant. So a is area English assistant, accessible English assistant. Awesome English awesome. assistant. English assistant. <laughs> but basically, what I do is like the same things and as an ALT. A normal right? ALT. Yeah. LT, but uh, uh, for uh, elementary school. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. You have a one-year-old son. Two. Is he two? Is yes. he two now? He's two wow. now. Have you ever heard in English the terrible twos? Yes, I have, but is- he. He's not the terrible yet. No, he's not terrible oh, yet. Not. Coming up to it. <laughs> he's still yeah. got time. He's still got time. All right, guys, we're going to have Marie on the show often. I think what we're going to do from now on, we're going to try it out, but it's going to be maybe Keegan Natsuki on, on the tick weeks and then Ricky and Marie on the talk weeks. We're going to see how this works out. By the way, on screen, Marie looks tiny. <laughs> She's not this small. She's just some, some sort of like telescoping effect here or... Yeah. I'm pretty tall, by the way. Yeah, you're I'm, tall. You're like 170. I'm 173. So, yeah. If you wore 10 inch, 10 inch, 10 centimeter heels, you'd be the same height as me. Oh. Which is pretty tall. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Marie. Thank today, you. Today, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the news and then we're going to talk about it. And we're going to, usually what Natsuki does is she doesn't pay attention for <laughs> half the time. And then you can see her too, because she'll be like off in her own little world thinking about something completely different. And then she'll come back and she'll talk about what she wants to talk about. We'll be in the middle of a news story and she'll be like, hey, you know what? And she'll start talking about something completely different. That's okay too. Okay. I like how the cultural you guys go to. Very, very, ca- very, very casual. casual yeah. 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 We're very okay. official on the show. Anyway, let's get started. So we're starting today with racism, because of course we are. Uh, so there is casual. a the casual Just racism. Very casual. Yeah, uh, there is a uh, a long established restaurant in. Uh, it's actually a Chinese restaurant, which is funny. Uh, let's see. It says a long established Chinese restaurant within a one minute walk from the station in Higashi Nakano. Uh, had recently had a, a, a sign that says no Chinese allowed in store. Amer- Amer- just um, imagine, all right, Ricky, you go to, I don't know, some, some, you go to France, right? right I'm in France. Bonjour. It, there's like, there's like a, a Tim Hortons in France. Okay. And it says no fucking Canadians allowed. Just imagine that. I'd, I'd be, 
flabbergasted. Would you? Would you be like, <laughs> like now I gotta go, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Put like, a little what is happening? Canadian flag on your sh- on your shirt and go in there. Oh. <laughs> My, just imagine going to like Canada or America and like seeing a Japanese restaurant with like a sign that says no Japanese. Actually, I used to work for a um, oh, no. Japanese restaurant in, in LA, in, in America. In Los Angeles. In Los Angeles. And then the owner is Japanese, but he didn't want to have any Japanese in his restaurant. You're Japanese. <laughs> you were in his restaurant. What happened? But I was working in the back like, uh, as, as a customer. Like, well, Why doesn't he want any Japanese in his, in his restaurant? What was the reason for that? Because he want to make it look cooler. If you have Japanese people in this Japanese restaurant, it is not cool. There is a this is because he wanted to do something new, like a so basically he was uh, owning the ramen shop. Oh my god, is it what was Nazi's ex boyfriend's name? Uh, snap, Uh, I forgot. It was like oh shit, I forgot his name. Nazi, we randomly ran into her ex boyfriend in a bar who lives in Los Angeles now, and uh, I was like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? He's like, sure. I forgot his name. Shit. But yeah, was was the owner young? No, I think he's now fifty in fifties. Okay, different like fifties or something. Different yeah. person. But anyway, you know, he didn't want to have like he he didn't want to bring the Japanese traditional ramen style mm-hmm. to the LA, so he want to have like more like hipster like you F- know fusion crap or something. You know, there was there was a I don't know if it's still there, but there was a, a sushi a restaurant in Las Vegas, and it was called this. Da. Da. I don't think you can say it. It's, it's called Da. So like R A is how you has how you pronounce it. Pronounce this, but like in English, raw, as in not cooked, Could for a sushi restaurant. Hoorah! And like their specialty was one like club music, and two uh, what are they called? Sake bombs. Like hundreds mm. of hundreds at a time on the bar. It had nothing to do with Japanese food. It's just, <laughs> it's like a Japanese themed club. Mm. Anyway, the reason why this this Japanese Chinese restaurant owner banned Chinese people, according to this translated uh, uh, article, according to rumors in the air, uh, his wife is sick and her body is weakening as a measure against the microplasma pneumonia disease that is currently prevalent in China. There's a ban on Chinese people entering the store. It seems that the policy was adopted. It's the the what is it called? deep learning translation of that what of that oh so he's worried about disease you know this goes back to the bible where they're like foreigners bring diseases and then like jesus was like don't be rude to foreigners wow Uh, look here here we got we got a picture of it it's a very very high resolution picture as you can see taken from very up close you can completely read it this is what was available on the website guys but it's it's yeah that's this okay but uh, wasn't there something that they were also getting like spam harassed with phone calls and stuff? Yeah, so like when this happened, like all the Chinese influencers and everything were like going there and like harassing the people mm-hmm. and everything. I understand that, but like at the same time, it's like, don't be a racist. You know, and I, when I was in Oita 15, 16 years ago, me and my friend Taro-kun wanted to go into a club and we like rocked up on this club and we're like, hey, let's go in. And the dude wanted to say no foreigners allowed, but he knew that that wasn't okay. So he said, you got to be a club member. So my friend Tarokun was like, the fuck does that mean? Like in Japanese, he's like, do you koto? And he's like, you got to be a club member. He's like, do you have like an ID or something? He's like, yeah, you got to have an ID. He's like, show me what this ID looks like. And the dude was like, he like brought Tarokun like close to me. He's like, no foreigners. And he's like, fuck you, I'm foreign. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of that. So that's the end of my racism story about wow. memberships you got to segue to that now from club memberships to uh well you fake know fake club memberships fake club memberships all, all, oh all pistons are firing in your brain find a segue there is no segue for wait, this wait wait can I, can I this is really it's because he's new okay so Keegan's segue to everything because yes. he's like because he's like he's like he's like getting warmed up to like read the story so his segue is like I'll be talking about kittens Right. And he's got a story on like, I don't know, an oil spill. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, all right. So, you know, that's the story about kittens. And then Keegan would be like, speaking of oil spills. Okay. <laughs> well, there's, like, there's no, there's no segue. He's just speaking of what he's talking about. I'm just like, cause he's still like, he hasn't gotten used to it yet. I'm just like, ah, oh, you're so cute. Keegan. I love you. Well, from dubious clubs. You to, love Keegan too. Yeah. Loves Keegan. Sorry. Do, yeah. Dubious clubs too. Uh, wait, I, I love Keegan too. Um, from dubious clubs to fishy stories. To fishy stories. Hundreds, nice. hundreds of tons of dead fish wash up in Hokkaido. Experts puzzled. While we're reading this, throw it up on the screen. Go. Oh my god. No, dude. So imagine in, the smell. 
They're they're <laughs> uh, they're anchovies I too. To. I think. Yum. Or sardines. I don't know what's the mm. difference. Pack like sardines. Is a sardine the food and not the fish? I, oh boy, shower. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, in this in Hakodate, Hokkaido, hundreds of tons of dead sardines washed up on a beach in northern Japan, prompting speculation that a school of fish was suddenly deprived of oxygen for some reason. A silver, silver blanket of dead fish covered a roughly 1.5-kilometer stretch of shoreline around toy fishing port in southern Hakodate on the northernmost main island of Hokkaido. So they estimate that around 1,000 tons of mostly sardines, and some mackerel, if you were concerned, <laughs> washed ashore on December 7th, but made clear that the figure could be higher. So I'm, I'm assuming maybe global warming, sudden strong currents. What do you guys think? There was no oxygen. Uh, hmm. So there were, I think it was China or somebody was trying to claim like, oh, it's because of the Fukushima yeah, water. That, yeah, I've heard of that. And they're like, no, fuck <laughs> you. It has nothing to do with that. Um, but it does remind me of a scene from Godzilla. I now was going to say is like in Godzilla minus one. You guys haven't watched it. It's an awesome movie. Oh, I need to make a correction, guys. Uh, I said on the show that Godzilla minus one cost $50 million. Uh, no, it costs less than $15 million. And then the current uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, the new Empire the, movie. Yeah, the Empire movie costs almost $300 million. Oh. So that's 20 times more. 20 times more. You can't buy quality, guys. And it's going to be absolute shit. I guarantee it's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. The, the Godzilla minus one is fucking really good. Did you see it? Mario? No. Do you like Godzilla? I have a baby. <laughs> Take your fucking baby with you. Sit him down and be like, Godzilla, this is your culture. He's going to be traumatized <laughs> for sure. Kaiju. No. Yeah, He's, actually. Mm. No, he would, if, you, if you show him Showa era Godzilla, it'd be fine. But mm. if you show him minus one, yeah, he'd probably be. There's a couple scenes that are scary. But I still get tra traumatized about Godzilla. When you were. When I was a little. Like how I watched, old are you? I think five no, no, or six. Now, how oh, old are you? 36. Jesus Christ. Uh, how, how did Godzilla 30. traumatize you? Because. What happened? Godzilla. <laughs> it's Godzilla, you know? It's, it's, just, not, it's so it's cute. Just... The Showa era Godzilla is so cute. They like talk to each other. They go, wow, 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 when they talk to each other. It's cute. That's not how I watched it when I was a little. How I did watched, you watch it? It's like a, you know, fighting, attacking the town. But it's and so obvious that I the think dude I, in a suit. I watched the Godzilla and the Mosura. That's the cutest one. It's got the twins and they say everything and like they're synced together. Wait, when was your first time you watched Godzilla? I think I was like three or four. And oh, I was like, really? this shit's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How do you traumatize? Okay, so here's a fun story. So in the Aikai school, we put a TV in the lobby, and it was like, all right, let's put English news in the lobby. So I put on like CNN World or something like that, and then like after like an hour, all of my Japanese staff were like, that shit's really real. It's like yeah. today it was like a mass shooting and blah 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 yeah. blah blah, and so like everyone's like, can we? And so we changed it to NHK World. We're like. Today's food of the week is, or mm -hmm. the food of the week today is like mayonnaise and crackers. And like, that's the whole, that's the whole thing that, you know, that's Japanese yeah. news. Yeah. You lived in Los busy. Angeles. When you watched yeah. the news, how did you feel about it? Um, very real. Very real. Yeah. Did you feel safe in Los Angeles? Actually, I did. Really? Nice. Even if I uh, run into the gas gun shooting, but I... Wait, what? <laughs> no, gun shooting. Like, <laughs> if, if, so if, if, if I used shooting? to... No, no. So I, like I said, I used to work for uh, the restaurant, yeah. Japanese restaurant. So one of the one day, one of the guy um, threatened us with the gun. gun he had. Yeah. He said. So he's like, but, "Give me some fucking ramen." But you know what? Yeah, because the way was like over two hours. So oh. he was uh, out of the uh, how do you say, out of the patient. Uh, so he he like, ran out of patience. Yeah, ran, ran out of patience. Sorry. So he decided <laughs> to go for his gun. That's a typical yeah, yeah. American story. So like, when, when's my next turn? You know, when's my turn? You know, he just kept. You just kept telling me like, oh, maybe, oh, five more minutes, five more minutes. So, so when is you my know where that won't come? happen? That will not happen in Japan and in Britain because <clears throat> people in Japan and people in Britain really know how to line up and be very polite the mm. entire time they're waiting. They know how to mm. queue. Queue. Yeah. yeah, Americans aren't very good at that. But yeah, that's. But, but anyway, so even if I run into the situation, I didn't get that panic because everyone else, everyone else at the restaurant was not panicking. So I thought this is like normal, like <laughs> you know. <laughs> there, there's so many this levels of nice. like fucked upness in that story. Uh, yeah, I guess that is normal in America, and that's yeah, okay, hmm. yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 it's that's just, no, that sucks. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Uh, but yeah, fucking guns are dumb. Mm. But you felt safe, so that's good. How long I did didn't you... really feel safe, but I didn't really 
feel unsafe. How long did you live in Los Angeles? Six, seven years. Wow. Where, where in Los Angeles did you live? Uh, so I've moved here and there, but I I used to live in uh, downtown LA. Oh my God, that place sucks. Yeah, and then uh, Studio City. Yeah. Yeah, and then Marina del, del Rey is like the close yeah. to Santa Monica. Yeah, that's better. Area. Yeah, I, it's a better area. I would, if, I, if I'm going to live in California, I'm going to not live downtown LA. <laughs> I'd probably live in Orange County if I can afford it. But now, if you ask me to go back to uh, go live in downtown LA, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's crazy down there. Yeah, but back in the time, like I was still twenties, like have you know, fun. I was fun. I didn't know much about you know the world. The world. You're like just let's have fun. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I mean, I I have like uh, pictures of me like in clubs in downtown LA when I was in t my twenties, and I would not do that now. <laughs> Look, why are you laughing at me? She, you know, we, when we went, the first time we had like a drinking party together, I was trying to make fun of her and she was like throwing it back to me. I was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, anyways, is your fish story done? My fish story is done. I mean, they died because they all went, they tried to go south on the island. It's too hot. Low pressure. Something. Something Low science pressure. Science. Yeah. yeah. It's like those uh, stories where all the birds just fly out of, they just like fall out of the sky. Like hundreds mm. of them. It's like. I'm like lightning. I don't know. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> speaking of Godzilla, okay, their old, Japan's oldest person dies at 116. This woman could have been alive and in a character in that movie that's that's situated in World War II. So Fusats uh, Tatsumi, a 116-year-old woman, recognizes Japan's oldest person died of old age. What if she didn't die of old age? Like, she. If right. you're 116 years old, what else can you die from? I don't know Godzilla. No, she survived Godzilla. That was in the 40s. Oh, she survived, right. She ran into a gunfight. Ramen shop. She was know. in L.A. <laughs> she was in L.A. <laughs> uh, uh, today, according to the city of uh, in Osaka Prefecture where she lived. Okay, Born in April 25th, 1907. Holy moly. Uh, Tatsumi had recently spent most of her days in bed at a nursing home uh, in Kashiwara and often greeted the employees working there, the facility said. So I just want to go down some real quick stats here, okay? So this woman would have been a kid, like a like twelve years old during World War One, not two, one. <laughs> okay, uh, she would have been thirty-two years old when World War Two started. Okay, like my grandmother, my grandmother who is already passed, she was seventeen when the war ended. Okay, so this woman would have been 32 years old when World War II started, and she was 62 years old, so already grandma age, when we landed on the moon. That must have been mind-blowing. Mm. Imagine, imagine her life from 1920 to, nine, to like 1990. Like imagine seeing like basically electricity in houses not being mm -hmm. a thing, seeing the end of the war, and then all the way up into the internet age and having a phone. Wow. It's like crazy. I wish, can we, can we like download her brain now? Can we like put it somewhere? No, we need to archive that shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And the thing is about, you know, this is like, like, you, like these people should absolutely be interviewed before they pass away. There was recently an interview on, uh, it was a film interview that was taken, I think during the seventies. And it was a woman who was alive during the Victoria times. Maybe it was taken during the 60s. I forgot when it was taken, but like, it's like, how was life during the, the Victorian era? She's like, oh, we couldn't show our ankles. She's like, have you ever been in an airplane? No, I won't go on an airplane. It was like crazy. <laughs> anyway, speaking of the elderly, uh, a Alzheimer's th uh, therapy to cost 2.98 million yen per year which is the equivalent of 17 US dollars. Uh, the, high, the highly anticipated drug Lekanemob will, uh, will be launched in Japan December 20th, the company said. The drug won approval in September as a country, as in Japan, the country's first uh, that can slow the progression of the debilitating neurodegenerative diseases symptoms uh, by removing a protein believed to be the cause. Uh, in the United States, the drug is priced at $26,500 a year per patient. The drug utilizes an antibody that targets a protein called something. The plaque-like <laughs> protein, which accumulates inside the brain and destroys nerve cells, is considered the cause of the disease. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. It's, that's, that's really good news. Do you have Alzheimer's or dementia in your family? Oh, yes. Dementia. My grandma. 
How old was she when she started getting dementia? Um, 80, I guess. Oh, dude, 80. that's fine. Now, but now she's 84, so like four years ago. You know, sometimes when I get really, really drunk and I can't remember the, the day before, uh, and when I wake up, I'm like, I don't remember anything last night. I, <laughs> I just figure it's like, you know, when you close like Word and it's like, would you like to say before you close and you indicate no? That's how I feel about, but like people who have dementia, that's like every day. They're like, I'm not saving today. It's like every single day. Like, uh, so my mom told me about like, so it's nice to, it's not nice to have dementia, but it's a positive side of having oh, dementia. A positive way of thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's like a, she learns uh, new things every day now. It's the same thing, new mm -hmm. thing every day. Yeah. So uh, the other, so this summer she brought, uh, my mom brought her a uh, watermelon. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, what is this fruit? It's cold. This is so delicious. I've never had this one before. And no, she's had like, it before. She has it before so many times, but you know, everything's every day she find a new things. Oh, this is delicious. So the weird thing oh. about that is, is like usually Alzheimer's patients, not usually, but uh, oftentimes they have like a hard save point where if they reset, they reset back to that point. So like if they're like, mm. you, you, is, is your grandma still alive? Yeah. So if she's 80, Let's say that her hard save point is like 32 years old. So every time she resets, she goes back to being 32 years old. So if she had children after that point, if she had grandchildren, if she had a watermelon, all of that gets deleted. But she still remembers everything from her childhood to 32. It's really strange. Mm, that's Alzheimer's? Yeah, Alzheimer's. Okay. Uh, and, and also dementia patients. Uh, oftentimes this happens. That's why they'll come. They still remember how to speak the language mm -hmm. that they speak. They still know how to drive a car. They still know how to walk around. Mm -hmm. They just don't remember anything new. It's mm. very interesting. Mm. And then another thing that the scientists have found out is that if they get, if they, especially like shut in level Alzheimer's where they're like almost like, like they're catatonic, they can't even like talk to people. If you play them songs from their teenage and young adult years, they come back. Mm -hmm. It's weird. That's exactly. Happened to my grandma. Really? Mm -hmm. wow. What, 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 what's her song of choice? What's her song of choice? Uh, it's like a, you know, old, yeah, old songs like she Koko used to. Ninze. Older than that. Older than that. Uh, yeah. Wow. From, from 60s, 50s. Or sometimes Doyo, like a kid's song. Oh, yeah, yeah. From a long time ago. No, from, from long, like a Furusato. Mm -hmm. He loves Furusato. That's is she cute? Is your grandma cute? Yeah. What's her name? Give her a shout out. What's her name? She'll never see this. Kumi Mama. Kumi Mama. All her Kumi Mama. All right. So speaking of uh, forgetting things. Well, this is things you do want to forget. Um, in Japan, there's a thing called Ponenkai, which is like forget the year. Party. Wait, wait, wait. Well, before we before we start the story, can we just look at the survey that's in our line right now that well, you? I recently put a survey about uh, Ponenkai we want to have, and uh, yeah. Let's see who has answered. All right. Let's see. Uh, there are only three coming so far. Three of 12, three I think. Of 12, yeah. Members. You only posted it a minute ago. But anyway. Well, there's one no. Who's the one no? Oh, wait, wait. Is it already a no? Oh, uh, my God. Didn't vote everybody. Voted. Oh, we just got Carl as a, as a coming. Oh, no, as a not coming. Sorry, because oh, Carl's in Australia. That, that makes sense. Phew. Well, I mean, he could try to make it here from Australia. Yeah, he could, but mm -hmm. that'd be mm -hmm. hard. But anyway, 60% of Japanese workers want no part of traditional New Year's office parties. That's what the survey shows. So Bonenkai means forget the year party. It's kind of like a New Year's party back in the West. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. But like the Japanese corporate culture, they do it wrong and they're like, everybody has to go. Yeah. And sometimes they like... Back in time. Yeah. Even today? Some, it depends on how strict your company is. Okay. I mean, our company is like, do you guys want to come? Yes, no, it's a vote in line. <laughs> <laughs> and even like uh, government offices will, I mean, back when I was at LT, they oh, you used to always take a little bit of money. Yeah. Every month. From your paycheck. For the, yeah, for these parties. You can't choose not to. You can... But it's like a hassle. It's like it's what, a big hassle, and it's not very. It's not protecting the wa. So, so it's like wa meaning the the, the harmony uh, in Vegas, which is a union town. You can opt out of being a part of the union, but it requires you to go to the union headquarters and get chewed out by the union people for like several hours before they they like opt you out of the union dues. So I mean, technically, it's voluntary. Technically, right? Yeah. Just make it very very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, most of the people in their, uh, let's see, the, the age group, those in their 30s had the highest percentage. So the people that didn't want to go. That didn't want to go at 63%. Mm. Followed by those in their 20s at 559 
and then people in their 40s at 55.8 and then in their 50s it's 52 so basically the the older you were i guess the more common it was that it was like mm -hmm. tradition so you still went and the younger you are you kind of just don't want to go anymore like i want to be on tiktok i want to did doom they, scroll did they give the reason why they don't want to go uh, most of the people they just they just don't want to go mm. there's no uh they don't think it's necessary that is mm. one of the biggest ones and the other one is they're tired of them and they want <laughs> to like not spend money on top mm. of that the right. pandemic like three years two to three years of not having like bonen kai shinen kai has like made it so all the kids especially the young kids they're like what is this bullshit? We don't have to do this. And so like, now all the old guys are like, let's bring it back. Let's do mm -hmm. the old school stuff. And all the young kids are like, fuck you. <laughs> it's like back West where like, you know, they did remote working for like tech uh, companies. And now they're trying to like, you have to come into the office to do your programming job. And all the programmers are like, no, we don't. We don't need to be there. We can do this from home. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just changing world. Yep. Uh, talking about changing world, Japan's kanji of the year from 2023 reveals the worries of Japan's society. So if you've already seen this, don't I've say anything, but Maria, do you know what the kanji for no. 2023 I is? I won't say it. But I know there's like a couple of like, uh, what is it called? Um, koho. The, the, what what's do you call it? Front runners. Front runners. Okay, so what do you think the the kanji is? I think somebody was talking about the, I know, Q, the bowls. Okay, what else? I forgot. Okay. The rest. <laughs> but I, I thought, oh, that could be the best. <laughs> so the kanji oh. for 2023 is officially dun 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 ze. Ze? What is ze? Ze. Which means tax, guys. If you're just listening to this, tax. So tax. Zay, which is also read as Sei or Mitsugi, uh, means tax or taxes, and it was chosen by 5,976 people out of a total of 147,000 people uh, as the kanji character is the best sum up the year. According to the foundation, there were several overreaching reasons why voters choose this, chose this kanji, citing increasing and decreasing taxes that directly affected people's lives around the uh, country this year. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, taxes certainly were one of the hot topics of 2023 as politicians attempted to alleviate public anxiety about the rising cost of living. Rising taxes were of concern to everyone with Prime Minister Awesome, awesome Pants Kishida stepping in to announce fixed cuts to income tax and residence tax uh, due to come in 2024, essentially reducing the financial burden of individuals by uh, 40,000 yen, which is the equivalent of three U.S. dollars. The uh, the prompting further discussing about possible ways to boost support for uh, low-income households. So uh, the second up, the second runner-up was show or heat. Okay. Uh, number mm. number three was uh, 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 sen, so no sen, so war. Mm. Four was tiger. Five was wind. Six was sphere. <laughs> I think that's what, that's what you were looking at, right? Oh yeah, that's. Mm. Uh, seven was high taka. Uh, eight was strange hen. Let's do that one. Let's do hen. Strange hen hen natoshi. It's a weird mm. year. It's a weird year. Twenty twenty three. Uh, fuet, like increase, and then number ten was naku ease. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Out of all of these, I think probably let's just do Tiger. I like Tiger. Yeah, let's do Tiger. Why Tiger? tiger? I fucking is it Hanshin Tigers? Oh, Hanshin Tigers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, Hanshin Tigers, which I don't fucking care about at all. Uh, my oh, can I can I ask you something before you go? You can do anything so you like want, a, Maria. You are a I free, think... independent, strong, <laughs> capable, and beautiful woman. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> but can we talk about the tax because yeah i've met a um so i have a friends in uh, europe so they love paying tax <laughs> i was shocked i was surprised that mm. look at why because they can feel that the tax um they nani, benefit yeah yeah the school's free everything's free blah, blah, blah. so they like they love to pay tax they love paying tax especially 40 percent. i heard like 40 percent of your income goes the tax okay in uh Europe. no one i think loves paying taxes but i think people but that's what he told me like oh i i think compared to <laughs> like americans and like japanese i think um people in northern european countries especially the nordic countries mm -hmm. like you know scandinavia and things like that uh the the money that they pay in taxes they see the benefit mm-hmm 
Whereas, like, I mean. for example, in, in, in America, like you pay taxes and then we that funds wars in countries you, you don't even know where they are on the map. So that's not very cool. But in, in Scandinavia, you can see, you know, free health care, mm-hmm. you know, free nursing uh, for for uh, sorry, nursery school uh, for university. All that stuff is taken care of for you. So you can really see it. So mm-hmm. they, yeah, I, I, I listened to an hour long interview with an American woman who uh, moved to uh, Finland. And she was talking about how in, in the beginning she was offended. You can actually, your taxes can be over 50% sometimes. 50. Over 50. Okay. And so uh, she was talking about how she was offended by that in the beginning. But after a while of living there and realizing how much better her life was, she said that, yeah, it was, I guess that's what you could say that she loved paying taxes, but she, she just loved the country and like the, the benefits that it offered her and everything. So, mm. yeah. 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 Do you love paying taxes, Marie? Not in here. Not, no, that's what I, I think. Not like this they, fucking they, country. That's why, like, they should, uh, you know, try working on it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that the, the Japanese government I, should I'm, make us happy I'm gonna, to paying taxes. That's, I'm, I'm going to run know, for office, okay? And my slogan <laughs> is going to be, "I'm going to try to work on it." <laughs> working on no, it. Because rather than you know decreasing the tax and everything, like you know, just. Make it better. Mm, make it yeah. better. I mean, because you're a mommy now, so you know what it's like to have a kid. It's very expensive, and there's not a whole lot of support. And mm-hmm. so, like, I think that one, you know, they're always like, well, the population in Japan is decreasing. I was like, yeah, because it's fucking hard to have a kid. Yeah. Right? So, like, if it's expensive and difficult to have a child, then why would you have a child? It's like more, it's not, it's not only expensive, but it's just less opportunity to work mm-hmm. as a mom. Yep. There's That's the like support, support, right? You, the support, last, yes. I mean, yeah. right now you're on the show right now because your mom is helping to take care of your, your son. Yeah. But if you didn't, if you were completely single all by yourself, I mean, you would be, have no options. No. Right. So that's, yeah, I totally agree with you. Mm. Um, so have, could have the, the baby as a guest one day. Yeah. Can, can I bring <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Natsuki has brought her babies several times. She's like, sorry, everybody. My baby's here today. Oh, she's like, she yeah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> we're, we're, we are, we're a very equal opportunity, not employer. Cause we're not paying you for this. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, nearly half the, so speaking of the, is that rain? Probably. Uh, speaking of the uh, population uh, decrease in Japan, nearly half of young Japanese men in survey have never had a girlfriend. Zero boyfriend women rise to. A total of 1,200 responses were collected, 200 uh, each for unmarried men and women in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. With the survey answers uh, were tallied, the researchers found that less than one in three, just 20, 29.7%, currently have a boyfriend or girlfriend. What's more, 34.1% said that, the, that not only are they not currently in a relationship, but they've never had a boyfriend or girlfriend. Men in their 20s, which would be like your go-to, let's have fun and screw around and date and whatever, currently have a, boy, uh, have a girlfriend is 26.7%, and then have never had a girlfriend is 46%, up 11.8% from the last time they did the survey. Women in their 20s currently have a boyfriend, uh, 43.2%, that doesn't work out mathematically. Hmm. Well, there's some no. guys getting played out there. <laughs> or girls? Or girls are getting played. Girls are getting played out there. Okay. Yeah, uh, or they're dating up in age. Um, uh, and then boys who have never had a boyfriend, 29.8%. So, Marie, how old were you when you first had a boyfriend? Um, 14. Is that normal in Japan? 13. 13. Is that normal? I think so. Mm. Like, at least, like, at my... So... Everyone start having a boyfriend or a girlfriend once they go uh, middle school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So junior high school. Junior high. Oh. When you have a when you have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend and you're in junior high school in Japan, like what kind of activities do you do? Do you go to the movies? Do you go to karaoke? No. Do you just like? That's it's only my twelve. Boyf- that's my it's boyfriend, and then nothing else. Oh, so uh, what I what we did was like we just calling each other, you oh. know, at night. So I was like a, so at the time we didn't have a phone, you know, uh, no, we had a phone, but no. So, you know, like, so me and him or talking, okay, I'm, uh, so he's going to call me eight o'clock or nine o'clock. So I have to pick the first call. Otherwise, uh, your my, parents will answer. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to know that I was having a boyfriend. Uh, you know, dude, I had a boyfriend. I remember so. back in the day, like you'd call your friend and like their mom would pick up the phone and be like, is Johnny there? It's like, yes, but make it quick. 
Uh, Ricky, when was your first girlfriend or boyfriend? I'm not, a, you know, or or non-binary partner. <laughs> my my first, I was a late bloomer. My first girlfriend was when I was 18. You know, people like you have like the worst track record when it comes to body count. In the good way or the bad way? What do you mean? Like like people who start dating later in life, I feel like just fuck everybody. There's like, let's go. I might be a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a hoe. <laughs> uh, I think I had my first girlfriend when I was at elementary school. Her name was Courtney, and she ran fast. Elementary. Yeah, her name was, was Courtney, like, and she 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 ran fast. She was half black and half white, and she was she was like she was like really tall, and she ran super fast. And I think I dated her for I think half an afternoon, and then we broke up. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> wow. Half afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful experience out there. By the way. Uh, yeah, so I think my first serious girlfriend, I, I don't remember. I think high school, maybe. High school, maybe about 14. Mm. Oh, about 14. but the funny thing is, so last week I was uh, doing an AEA. Yeah. And then I asked uh, students, okay, what do you want for your Christmas present? Yeah. And one of the students, uh, I want a boyfriend. <laughs> so I <was> like, okay. <laughs> how, how old is she? Uh, sixth grade, so 11, 12. Wow. wow. So I was like, oh, wow. I want a boyfriend. <laughs> uh, at least it's not like, no, uh, well, it's like, what do you want for Christmas? I want a boyfriend. Well, Santa can't bring that. <laughs> you know, what, 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 so Ricky, you're first, why did you, why were you such a late bloomer? Why, why 18? I don't know. I was, I guess I was just shy, you know? Shy boy. Shy. Yeah. I can't then, imagine you being wait, shy. 18 is late? I yeah. Is it? Okay. I mean, you're new What's, on the, there's, there's, there's things that I want to talk about right now, but I'm holding back because you're like just fresh on the, on the show. If you were Natsuki, we'd be talking about dirty ass shit right now. <laughs> but, but we're, we'll, we'll, we'll ease you into the process there. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think most people start dating in either junior high school or high school in the United States, if not mm -hmm. earlier. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the reasons like uh, they are not interested in dating because they have a goraku. You know, smart smartphones, SNS. Mm. So they're happy with it. You they know? have you distraction. Have well, you know, when I was a, when I was a teenager, it's like, what do you want? It's like everybody wanted a car. It's like I want an awesome car. Now you ask a, a, a eighteen year old Japanese boy, what do you want? It's like I want the newest Katai, mm. the newest cell phone. They don't want. They don't. Cars are not a thing for them. Girls are not a thing for them. So I want a phone. Mm. Mm. Kind of boring, if you ask me. Kind of yeah. boring. Anyway, <laughs> did you? What was that? How old were you when you first got your first cell phone? Um, 16. Uh, okay. So it was oh, 16. pretty early. How about you, huh. Ricky? I was, I graduated high school, so it was already in Cégep, which is a thing in Quebec, like pre-university. Mm. And that was me borrowing a cell phone, actually, from my parents. Hmm. My own one might have been when I was like 20. Wow. To be honest, yeah. So what about your friends? Like, okay. Uh, the people around your, you? Your friend, yeah. The people around me? Probably after high school, yeah. Huh. Or maybe, I don't know, or during high school. I don't really remember that. I didn't have a cell phone, so I didn't care. I got one of those Nokia bricks when I was oh, nice. 16 uh, because I was driving. And like I was only supposed to use it if I was had an emergency. So that was it. So like it was only used to contact the emergency or my mom. That hmm. was my phone. But I carried it around on like a little belt clip because that was cool back then. <laughs> nice. Oh, and man. I was like, everybody's like, I got a cell phone. And they're like, we had one already, you fucker. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went to like my high school, like all the rich kids. It was like all the rich kids. And I was just like, I can hang out too, right? <laughs> mm. So yeah. They but, all had, hmm? but I think I have a cousin. He is, he was 12 and then he had a uh, smartphone. So like, oh, what do you guys do with the smartphone? Play games. No, because uh, everyone has a smartphone. And then making a uh, line group. Yeah. So if you're not in the line group, you're not even invited for like um, play. Oh man. Play, you know, you know. Yeah, they're uh -huh. like, fuck you, get out of here. We don't have anything to do. But you, I don't think. <laughs> I think that when you sign up for line, you have to agree that you're over sixteen or something like that. So oh. maybe it's under their parents' name. Probably, yeah. Uh, it's not such a big thing now because the parents just give the little kids iPhones now. But before, they used to have like the little kid cell phones. Mm. Uh, and like, so they were like, they were like these little phones. They, they were kind of like half-ass smartphones <clears throat> where they, they had like limited functionality. They could call like four phone numbers or something like that. And they were on a string. And if you pulled hard on them, this really, really loud alarm would sound. Yeah. And so like every single day, at least one kid would accidentally pull on his cell phone and like the alarm would go off. It was super annoying. <laughs> Those are gone now. Mostly. I haven't seen one in a long time. Oh, actually they have, a, I think it's just more common to, um, new Gaku UI. When the 
when the kids go enter the elementary school, mm-hmm. you know, the parents or their friends uh, send an alarm. So they can hang in on the lando seder that yeah, just back. the alarm, right? Oh. But just I'm alarm. talking about the school, the the oh phone. the phone and the alarm. Oh, okay. Yeah, but now calling, now the kids just have iPhones mm, from yeah, like yeah. 11 years old, mm. and they're sitting there playing like stupid games and just like zoning out or watching yep. YouTube or TikTok or whatever. Which is you know, are you gonna when what? How old is your son gonna be when you give him a phone? I don't want to give him a phone. Does he next do, year? Do, <laughs> three years no, old. No. Do you give him an iPad babysitter now? Uh, sometimes. Oh, look at that. It just starts. It just starts. Don't show him uh, D billions. Oh, God. That means I should show him. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a, it's a YouTube. Guys, if you're, if you're listening to this, uh, look up on YouTube. D, I think it's called D billions. Billions. I think they're like Russian or something. And they just, oh, it's like, this is why we have ADHD in the world. Mm. Is this child's children's YouTube channel. It's horrible. Okay. okay. I completely forgot what your last story is. Well, I mean, I've been just, you know, waiting, just segues ready for all this, you know, speaking of childish things, childish things. Yeah. Childish things. You know, um, our, our bro Shohei Otani. Oh, recently switched teams. That's right. When you say recently switched teams, it sounds like he's gay now. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yeah. Switching ga- uh, he switched teams? teams. He's on. The, he's, oh. on the, he's on the. He's on the. He's, the, he's in a different third base. You okay. know, <laughs> just waiting for that home run. Well, I mean, that's where the word switch hitter comes from, right? Right. Pitcher catcher. Mm. What? Pitcher catcher. Isn't that a thing too? Switch 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 hitter means somebody who could pitcher catcher. I have maybe, but switch hitter <laughs> means that you can you can bat from left or right, which is like a code for a bisexual person. But he's mm. also Nitorio, so like. <laughs> He can do both hitting and pitching. He is, by the way, I was trying to explain to my uh, hairstylist today, like how tall he is compared. He's, she's like, he's like your height, Mitch. I was like, no. no. He's like, hey, you're making me seem small. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you're, you're pretty tall, but I'm. I'm pretty he's... tall. She's being judgmental. <laughs> but he's like 190? He's like 190 something. He's Five huge. Five or six. 93? Three? Holy moly. Yeah, he's yeah, so 190. He, the gap between me and you is the gap between me and him. Oh wow! Yeah, so he's 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 big he's big boy, and he's like you know like big. Mm. Sorry. Well, so Shohei Otani uh, named his good boy an unusual unusual name. Don't 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 have you? Do you know what it is? Yeah, I was watching live on live. God damn it! Yeah. Okay, well you're gonna have to explain what it means to the our English viewers because uh, he revealed his dog's name to be Dekopin, which, okay. which is the Japanese word for what, Marie? Deko Deko means uh, forehead. Pin is like a uh, flick. Like, so the company is like the, the kind of kids game like you know it's rock scissors paper and you got when you're lost you got the copin for the punch punishment no. yeah oh, okay. the person who like loses <clears throat> punishment so, or something. so there's various styles that you can do decopine what you're doing right now gesturing josh can you blow this up uh what like this this flicking thing this is one uh this is one <laughs> but the pros the pros don't do this no 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 <laughs> what they do is they put their your hand against your forehead like this yeah and then they pull the middle finger back and slam it into your head. And it, if you're good at it, Hanukkah Kuma yeah, is beloved Kuma. fucking so good at this. Like it makes your eyes water. It's so painful. Mm. You see blank for like half a second. No, you know, you get a concussion. You see little stars <laughs> that you see that and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, but so Shohei wanted, gave him an American name. It's decoy. Mm. Decoy. So I'm assuming that's also some baseball term. Maybe. Oh, is it? Or, or is know, it a gay, gay community? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> but the Japanese name is uh, Dekopin. So, yes, this uh, looking in the forehead. Nice. Mm. Well, good job. Good job. Otani. Nice. <laughs> Josh was talking about earlier. He's not mic'd up right now. Otherwise, he would say this himself. But he was talking about earlier how when you go through uh, immigration in, in America, mm-hmm. you, if they like ask you, what's your reason for visiting? If you're, ja- if you're Japanese and you're going to America, you can just say Otani. And that's an acceptable answer, apparently now. I would like to be an acceptable answer for immigrating for for girls from Japan immigrating to the United States. <laughs> Why are you here today, Mitch? <laughs> <laughs> kind of fucking baller ass shit is that? Jeez. Seven hundred million dollars worth of baller. That's what that is. Yeah, mm. darn. What you, as a standard Japanese woman, mm-hmm. we'll just we'll just call you that. Uh, what? what she, she's not very. Am standard. I a standard? No, she, you're very Westernized. Uh, what, what? What's your opinion of Otani? Other than he's so much taller than me, and I'm very short. I think I like about. What she I like about. Sorry. <laughs> that anyway, I'm so 
Uh, what I like about him is like, he's very humble. It doesn't matter how yeah. he rich he get he became or how popular or he's always humble. So you listen to his interviews in Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as what? Yes, yeah, go ahead. So my question to you is: You say that he's humble. Can I ask a little bit, like along those same lines? Is he humble or is he just kind of dumb? <laughs> oh, that's a good. <laughs> I always get the impression that he's kind of dumb. <laughs> like he's he's a god at baseball. Mm. Don't get me wrong, he's god at baseball. Like mm-hmm. I mean, he's like he's put Babe Ruth to shame. He's so good. But every time he has an uh, interview, he just I don't think he's a very intelligent person. <laughs> like no, but uh, it's like Beckham. When, when Beckham. I, when Beckham gives an interview, you're just like Beckham's not very smart. Sorry, he, he can curve it. Doesn't. He's hot. And he can, I don't know bend if he can it. anymore. Hmm? Bend it like Beckham. That was the thing. Bend it like Beckham. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's really good at what he does, but he's like, have some philosophical opinion about something. He's like, hey. Oh, sorry. What? Sorry. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, tiny. Anyway, anyway, but he was back in, back in his, uh, when he was in school, he's, he was also academically good. That's what I heard. Okay. So I'm just talking about his interviews. I, he, 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 I might be, he might be smart. I don't know. But every time he gives an interview, he's just like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? How, how he talked, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, just oh. checking. Anyway, anyway, I was, anyway, so I was also uh, amazed uh, the Ipe. Ipe, do you know Ipe? His, the guy that tried really, really hard. Oh, okay. Mm. I, I don't know him. No? No? The translator for you, Otani. Mm, Otani. And uh, also like a buddy. Otani's buddy. But I was fascinated by how he translated his Otani's world to English. Oh, okay, oh, like, nice. Wow. Have you ever thought about being a translator? I was once. Once. But I'm never ever gonna do it. Were again. you? Why, why? Why never do it again? Because I want to say my opinion. Oh, you know, not you, somebody else's. You, you, yeah, you know, I know. As a translator, you have to translate someone's opinion to <laughs> the words, right? But. Yeah, fuck your um, opinions. <laughs> She's got her own opinions, guys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I understand so. what you're saying. But it's also a lot of pressure to be a translator. Mm-hmm. Like yep. being translating text or something like that, that's that's not so hard. But being like a live interpreter, like somebody's talking and you mm-hmm. have to like say what they're saying in another language, that's hard. Yeah. That's really, really difficult. Like So what I did sorry. So what I did yesterday <laughs> sorry. What I did yesterday was I was watching on a um Japanese TV mm-hmm. and then the Dodgers live YouTube on YouTube mm-hmm. at the same time the Japanese one is like they don't even translate like they just say the world you know the, the, the words. word words that what she heard mm-hmm. so like I didn't even understand what the what she was talking about in really? Japanese mm. hmm. uh, so it's just like just as it is it's yeah. like just, just you know she pick up the information but not the spirits. No, the spirits. No oh. nuance. No nuance. <laughs> have you so. ever? So on NHK News, they have the the English channel that you can listen to the the English audio. Mm. So there's a button on your remote that you can change the audio channel for NHK News on TV, which I don't have at my house. Don't come to me and ask me for money. <laughs> um, and so, so you can listen to it in English, and it's like an interpreter. But they've like translated the script ahead of time. So it's like the interpreter is just like reading along the script with the announcer in, mm. in English. And it's like weird. Like it's really weird to listen to them. Like it's not right. It's like always just kind of weird. Mm. I don't know how to explain. I don't know. Uncanny what, Valley English. Yeah, it's Uncanny Valley English. Which is really weird because like when you watch the news in Japan and they talk about something that's really difficult, like the Gaza thing that's happening right now, mm. the war, they actually do a pretty good job of explaining it. Mm. Like, like they, they explain it as if you're a four-year-old. And that's like really easy to understand. Whereas in the United States, they don't necessarily explain stuff because they're like, let's go to commercial break. And then they try to sell you pharmaceuticals. A little different here. I don't know. What do you feel about the news in Japan versus America? Oh, I think it's, different <laughs> it's just different you know like uh when i was watching uh when i'm watching japanese news they talk about one topic long time like right 10 mm. minutes or 20 sometimes a whole but, an but, hour but then you you understand this, this this the well as far as they want to explain you understand the, the topic yeah but just you're no so you want you want the fox news yelling at each other for three minutes and go to commercial i don't know like 
next, next, next. You know, like, okay, okay. <laughs> you, do you know the word doom scroll? Do you know what that means? No. What, what does that mean? So let's say that it's like bedtime. You need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Then you like open up TikTok or Instagram and you just keep scrolling and mm-hmm. you know that you need to stop and go to sleep yeah. or do something, but you just keep scrolling. This is called doom scrolling. Doom. Okay. Right. So like you want to doom scroll the news. That's what mm. you want to do. Go to the TV. like next, next, Probably. next. Hmm. Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, Mario, that's been our show today. What do you think? <laughs> How do you feel? Actually, it was fun. It's not hard, right? <laughs> it's not hard. You just sit Wait, here, act like I... an idiot for a little while. Was I okay? I don't know. I, I feel, I feel <laughs> like, like I feel like I, I feel like on this show you kind of showed a little bit of your teeth, but I think going forward, this is gonna just tell me to shut up on this show. I'd be like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> show the fangs. Show the fangs. <laughs> but anyway, guys, this is Maria. She's awesome. Uh, the very first day that I met her, I thought she was awesome. I still think so. We had when we had our like a uh, welcome party where we all, which we might have the Boninkai party at the same place we had the welcome party. Mm. I just remember like sitting huh. in front of her and I was like, I had a bunch of questions about her private life and I was like, hey. And she's like, oh. And like three seconds later, she's like, I'll just tell you everything. She's like, her whole life. She's like, no shame. She doesn't care. I still have a couple questions. We still have a couple questions. <laughs> we got left on a cliffhanger that first time. Yeah. It was incredible. It was like, Ask da, me da, da. You're Ask an open anything, book. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Maria is really cool. I hope to see you on the show more often. Uh, oh. In the future, uh, also, like to have that kind of Japanese side, that Japanese perspective would be really mm-hmm. cool because Natsuki definitely does not have a Japanese perspective because she's like, what's happening in my country? Where am I? <laughs> I got to introduce you guys one day. You'll love her. Uh, anyway, uh, you'll come back, right? Yep. Do you not scared? Me. Yep. Uh, I'll come back. Wait. Right, it's it's a it's 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 a weird place. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's been our show today. Uh, if you guys want links to any articles that we mentioned, it's in the in the video description. Also, there's a link to our Patreon where you can come and support us, uh, support people like Marie, Natsuki, uh, Ricky. If you if you're into that kind of thing, I don't know. Your voice came back, kind of. It's it's husky. Enjoy it. Enjoy, Enjoy it. it. <laughs> oh wait, well we have uh, Santa Santa workout footage for next week. Uh, yes. Well, in one week I'll from now, will you. you be done with this? Probably. All right. We'll look forward to it. Guys. Ooh, highly likely. Eight ball says. Highly, highly likely. All right. That's what we're going to show today, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thank you to our Patreon sponsors, Jan Myler, Jen, Justin Perkins, Ellen, Dennis P., Ellen Mary, Clayton Jung, aka Back in the Clay YouTube, Corey Smith, and Joshua. We appreciate all of your support. Thank you.